What's up, Johnnies? We are back with another episode of Storm Chasers. I am here today with a very special and familiar guest. For those of you who have been listening since day one, I'm here with the Bolts' former president, Brian. Hello. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thanks again. Thanks for visiting. Yeah, no problem. Of course. Um, So, yeah, we're pretty much just going to be doing an alumni update pretty much seeing how things have been because it's been almost two years since you graduated, I right? know. It's crazy. Yeah, almost God. two years now. That went by so fast. Time flies. It seemed like two years. Wow. Um, okay, so for those of you that don't know, Brian was the previous president of the bowl. Um, what years did you serve as president? Uh, 2019 through 2020 and then 2020 through 2021. Okay. So yeah, so two years. And he, you, are a TV fil- you were a TV film I was, major. yeah. I was. And fun th- funny thing is you only went to college for three years. I did, you yeah. You got a year early. Yeah. Wow. Crazy. I was, like, insane. Like, I got, like, 21 credits in high school before I graduated high school. Then I came into college with that. Where'd you? You went to Tottenville, right? I did. I went to Tottenville High School. So they had um a lot of different, like like, opportunities to earn college credit, like, while still being a student, even, like, aside from AP classes. Like, they were just, like, normal, like, elective courses I can take. So we had a a program called College Now where you can take classes, like, in the morning at, like, 7 a.m., like, before your, like, normal, like, 8 a.m. class or whatever. So I did that, like, in my junior and senior year. And I got a whole bunch of credits from that. And then there's also an after-school College Now class. Like, it was, like, a cooking class or something. I did that. And then St. John's also used to offer a program, like, in combination with Tonville High School, where high school students from there could come here to St. John's and take classes on campus with, like, actual professors that, like, taught here. And I did two of those classes. So it was a hospitality class, and then it was a business law class. Wow. So it was actually, it was with St. John's professors. Yeah, like, the business law professor is a professor that's here and teaches other classes that people take. Wow, so that's great. So you kind of got to know the faculty before you even got to school here. Yes, I got to not only I got to, I got to know the faculty, and then I got to experience the campus. So by the time I did come to school here, I basically like knew like where everything was and like how everything worked, and like I was still kind of like comfortable because I came here in the past. Like I've been here. Like I took classes here. Like even though I wasn't like I guess like an official like full time student, like I took classes. I was on campus, and I had that experience. Were you in a class with college students or was the high school students like separate? They were all high school students. Like this particular program, like it was only high school students in the class and they all went to my high school as well. Okay. So I mean, at least like I'm assuming you knew like your peers. You yeah, because they went to school with me. Yeah. Okay. So that's good. And yeah, you got to know the campus, which is great before you even start. And I must, did they give you like a school ID, like a St. John's ID? Um, did, I don't remember if they gave me a... No, I don't think they gave me an ID, but I was technically, like, a St. John's, like, student, like, in a way. Like, I was, like, registered, like, into the system and everything. Yeah. So, like, I guess I was technically able to, like, access campus if I wanted to. I didn't really. Mostly I just came for, like, um, like my classes and, like, that was it. And was this, like, during the typical, like, school day hours? Or was it, like, at night type of thing? Where it was, it like, was um, 4.30 to 7.30. So, like, oh, okay. it was still, there's still kind of students on campus. Not mm-hmm. as much, but, like, you know, there's still people, like, taking classes, like, here, like, afternoon classes. Yeah. And it was, what was it, like, once a week or something? Uh, the classes are once a week, but I took two of them in the same semester. So I was here two times a week 
Okay. Taking classes. I only did that for one semester, my first semester of my junior year of high school. Then after that, I wanted to take more classes, but, like, they only offered, like, maybe three classes total, and they were the same classes over and over. And then they did offer different classes, but then I got busy with, like, other things. Mm-hmm. Like, I was doing college now, my high school, and I just never got around to it. But, I mean, I got enough credits where I was still able to, like, graduate early, so, like, it was still, like, worth it. I mean, yeah, that was good. And I'm assuming was, even though they, because I'm sure the professors knew you were all high school students, was yeah. the workload and, like, the expectations the same as to what they would give to a college student? It was, like, modified? I'm curious. I think so, yeah. It was, like... I guess it was, like, modified in a way. Like, they kept in mind that you are high school students, but, like, uh, it was structured like a college class. And I think it was, like, you know, they, we had to buy textbooks, and we took, like, exams the same way I took in college and, like, all that stuff. Like, they did PowerPoints, and we did presentations. We had to, like, go up and present. Like, everything was, like, the same as a college class, but I feel like they did have in the back of their head, like, oh, like, they're high school students. Like, go easy on them. Mm-hmm. But, like, it was still, like, a college class. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I think that's the best way to prepare you because then you came to St. John's, which, by the way, I guess you technically did go for four years in a sense or three and a half because yeah. you were here. But, I mean, taking those college classes in high school, especially to the school that you ended up going to, I feel like it really prepared you in the yeah, best way possible. Yeah, and it prepared, you know, between that and the college now classes, I knew what to expect. And I was comfortable with the campus. So, like, I kind of came in. I was still nervous, like, on my first day of, like, classes, obviously. But, like... I guess I felt more, like, prepared. Did you get to speak with college students at the time, or...? Yeah, I did, actually. Um, yeah, because, you know, there were a couple students, like, walking around, or maybe they came to visit. There was actually one time, because my uh, class I took, like, on campus in high school, it was across the hall from the comm lab in, like, room 211 or whatever. Really? So, like, I remember I was talking to, like, my professor for business law, and he was, like, asking, oh, like, what are you interested in, like, majoring in college? Like, do you know yet? I'm like, oh, I think I might want to do, like, TV film. And he's like, oh, I know the perfect place for you. And he took me across the hall into the comm lab. And then he introduced me to, like, the two students that were, like, working in the lab at the time. And they showed me around the comm lab. I think they even might have even showed me in, like, this room as well in the studio. Oh, wow, that's nice. Yeah, so I got to, like, see, like, just, like, a quick little preview. And then, of course, like, when the open house, like, came around and accepted students day, came on campus and I saw, like, everything again. Now, how was the open house and accepted students day experience? Did you get more, I guess, of a, you know, more, I'm trying to think of the word, you know, more like showing around of like the comm lab and, you know, the studio, maybe more information about like clubs like the Bolt and stuff like that. Like, what were they telling you about the program? Yeah, like I remember um, it's more so the accepted students day where I got like more information, like open house I kind of did, like I came, but like you're kind of just like seeing like a little bit of everything. I think you're able to like come in here and like, I think I checked it out. Maybe they had like someone like, speak about like the program in general like the whole communications program i think i did come in here and they showed like oh like we have a club here or whatever but it's like very brief and like i wasn't sure where i was going to college yet so i was just like looking at a whole bunch of places so it was like kind of stuff that was like in the back of my head and then when it came for the accepted students day i was able to sit down with like some of the professors like the head of um communications at the time dr gray and they kind of, like, went more into detail about, like, how the TV film program worked. They showed me the studio. They even told me about clubs on campus. And they just, like, you know, they got more into detail about what to expect. That's great. Yeah, I'm trying to remember my accepted students day. I remember it. I don't think I was brought into the comm lab. I really taught much about the program because 
Well, we have to keep in mind I wasn't a comedy. Yeah, going like to I was interested. I knew like this is what I wanted to do, so that's why I kept asking a whole bunch of questions like about it. Specifically yeah, specifically TV film too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think in my case, um, it was just very general because I came in undecided. So I don't, I don't know if I ever saw like do- in my case it wasn't Doctor Gray, it was Doctor D that I would have yeah. met. But I don't know if I ran into her. unless I did, and I just don't Maybe remember. Maybe you don't remember. Yeah, I remember it. Um, I feel like. I might have saw her at the open house, and then I guess I saw her again, like, at Accepted Students Day. So, yeah, that's how that worked. I remember meeting Dr. Hollander. Because I remember she was talking to my parents a little bit. um, I never had her as a professor. She's, um, do you know Dr. Hollander? Yeah, I know who she is. Yeah, she teach. I think she's in charge of the honors program, if I'm not mistaken. And she's also an English professor. So, even though I'm an English minor, I never got to have her because I took most of my English classes online. But... Yeah, I remember she was just, you know, talking to my parents about the campus and stuff like that, you know, giving a brief overview, especially since I was undecided. I remember during my accepted student's day walking around the Great Lawn. I probably saw you because you were probably there. And they had a bunch of, like, the different clubs. I remember I remember the sororities, like, running it. Like, they were, like, like Yeah, I remember approaching. that, too. Yeah, I remember I saw, like, when I went to my accepted student's day, a whole bunch of, like, clubs. I don't remember the exact clubs. Well, though. I do remember. I don't think it was like on the lawn. I remember. I think I. I guess I came into here. Someone gave me a flyer for the bolts. Like at some point, like yeah. during one of my open houses or accepted students' day. And then I brought it home with me. Like threw it like with all my other paperwork. And then like years later, I found it like an old flyer like for the bolts. I'm like, oh my yeah. god, it's so cool. Wow. Like, and then that's like back when I was like president. I'm like, wow, like. Full yeah. circle, I guess. And I, pro- and I probably walked by the bolt, like, that day on the Great One. I didn't even realize. Yeah. So it's kind of really, it's, like, foreshadowing, almost. Because then it's, like, years later, like, you ended up being president. Yeah, it's cool to, like, think back, like, many years ago. Like, oh, I probably saw, like, this club or this thing that I ended up becoming a big part of, like, years later. Yeah, something that, like, you may have not even paid any, like, mind to at the time just because you didn't know what it was. But then once you're on the campus and you actually learn, like, what everything is... You get involved, and then, you know, you end up being in charge of the club. And it's just crazy to, like, think back. You know what I mean? I know, yeah. And, yeah, so were you very involved during, like, your high school, your time in high school? Uh, in high school, like, not as much as college. Like, I would try to, I guess, like, join clubs, like, here and there, but, like, nothing really stuck. Mm-hmm. I was mostly just, like, a go-to-class and, like, go-home kind of person. Yeah. And then once I came to college, like, I kind of wanted to, like, you know, because college is, like, a different experience. I kind of wanted to, like get involved more in, like, things that I guess were relevant to my interests. And then as soon as I came to college, I ended up finding the bolts, like, right away. I think, like, during the first week, they had, like, an activities fair or whatever. And, like, I kind of knew, like, all right, this is, like, what I want to do. Like, I want, like, something, like, relating to, like, multimedia and, like, this, like, fit it perfectly. So, like, as soon as I, like, saw, like, the bolt was a thing, I signed up. I signed up. I came here, like, to the first meeting or whatever, and I got involved right away as a freshman. And what made you decide to become a TV film major? Um, I guess it was always something I was, like, interested, like, in, like, throughout my life. Growing up, like, I was always interested in, like, making videos, like, you know, on YouTube or whatever. Um, And I figured, like, oh, well, it's, like, something I'm good at. It's something I enjoy. Like, maybe I can, like, you know, make a career out of this. Yeah, definitely. Did you ever get any, like, oh, you know... The typical, like, oh, that and it might not be a good idea or anything like that. Did people ever, like, doubt? Yeah, like, at certain points, people are like, oh, maybe you should do this instead. I'm like, yeah, like, whatever. Like, yeah, this is what I want to do. Too. Yeah, like, I can major in something else. But, like, if it's not what I want to do, then, like, I'm not going to be happy, I guess. 
And like also yeah. the other thing that was nice about like this college is when I did come here and I would tell people like you know professors or whatever, oh I want to major in TV film. They're like great. This is how we can help you. This is how we can help you you know get a job in the future. Like they seemed very helpful and confident. Like if I majored in this, like I would come out like okay afterwards. Yeah, and I feel like a major isn't like. You know, an end-all situation. Yeah, like, and I agree. It's, you're not locked into that. Like, I can major in I kind of yeah. even knew. And then this is, like, one reason why I kind of chose St. John's over maybe, like, other colleges that are more, like, I guess, like, traditional, like, film schools or whatever. Um, St. John's was, like, a normal, I guess, university. And if I came here, I'm getting a normal, like, bachelor's degree. So even if I majored in TV film and my degree says TV and film, it's still a bachelor's degree. Let's say I decide to, like, get a job somewhere else that's, like, not TV film. But they still require like a college like bachelor's degree to work there. Even if even if it's not for like a certain major, they just want a bachelor's degree at all. Like I still have that. I can still use it like other places. Cause a lot of places now when they're hiring, they want to see a college degree like regardless of where it's from. Yeah, yeah. I feel like people put so much pressure on the whole like picking the perfect major when really you could major in something and end up not going into that or vice versa. You yeah, know it what definitely I mean? change your mind later in life. It's not not a big deal. And also, I feel like, and this is not just like. TV, film, or communication, like, this is, like, any major, I feel like every major that there is, I feel like it's what you make of it. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like I noticed that with myself, too. Like, some students, I guess, like, at my time at St. John's, like, you know, I'd see a lot of students who would just come to campus, go to class, and, like, go home. Like, that was it. And then there were other students, I guess, like me and, like, you and, like, other people, like, you know, in the Bolts, or, like, I guess in, like, other clubs as well, people that are get involved on campus, they try, like, all right, this is my major, like, what can I do on campus to help me, like, get more involved? And those, I guess, are the people that kind of, like, end up becoming, like, successful in the long run. Yeah, especially when you're competing with other from, like diff- different other people from different schools. But... Yeah, that too. Yeah, when applying for jobs, internships. Yeah. You know, you want that experience on your resume. And, like, when you graduate college and you're applying for jobs, like, you're not going to have, like, job experience, obviously. Um, so, like, the best thing to do is, like, while you're in um, – like college, try to like get any kind of experience you can. Like even if it's not like a job, like an internship or like any clubs on campus, any like activities, organizations. If you can find any like things outside of work, like volunteer work, like I'm TV film. So when I was in college, I did a couple things. I did I did the bolts obviously, I became I was a member, then eventually president. So I had all that stuff in my resume, all the experience with that. Um I did what was that other, like, internship, that podcast internship I did as well? Oh, the RTE yeah, internship. Yeah, I did that as well. Um, also, on the St. John's Queens campus, they had – it was a class, but also, I guess, kind of an internship. It was, like, both. It was a, technically a class, but, like, it was kind of an internship at the same time because you weren't writing papers or, like, doing exams or whatever. It was called Television Practicum. Oh, okay. And, I see that on UIS. Yeah, you would do um, – instead of going to class, you would attend the sports games – and you would, like, help out. You would crew for the sports games and help out with the production for that. So, like, one week you'd, like, work the camera. The next week you'd be in the truck, like, doing technical directing or graphics or replay. So I had that on my resume. I also, like, would do freelance videography, like, outside of school. Like, I would, like, film for, like, local, like, businesses and stuff. So I had, like, videography experience on my resume as well. So, like, all that was kind of, like combined on my resume and that kind of helped me like when I was done with college like find jobs yeah no definitely I mean that's all great experience to have and like I said it's what you make of it because you could be a different major that because I feel like comm and tv film and all those types of majors do have a large stigma 
you know, that they're quote unquote useless or anything like that or you won't get far. But you could have like what people may deem to be a very successful major. And if you don't put in the work or anything like that, you know, nothing's guaranteed. Yeah, like, but that's how it is with a lot of like jobs and majors. Yeah, if you don't put in the work to get there, you might you might not get there. Like if you really want something, if you're like a comm major and you really want that, you'll make it happen. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it's not going to be difficult along the way yeah, or it's not competitive. Difficult. Yeah, it's going to be difficult. It's going to be competitive. But, like, if you really want that, then yeah. you'll, like, find a way. You'll try your hardest, and eventually you'll make it there. Yeah, because why would you want to pursue something that you're not yeah, like, passionate about? You're not going to be motivated to do anything. Yeah, like, what if you went into, like, law or something, and, like, your parents told you to do that, and you're like, oh, I really don't like this. You might not, like, work as hard, and then you might not end up in the same place as someone who, like, really wanted to be a lawyer, you know? Yeah, and the funny thing about law is that I was actually just talking about this on a previous episode. You don't even need to be, like, a legal studies major to be a lawyer. You can have, like, a TV film major or communications major, especially if you want to go into something like entertainment law. That background is very useful for you. Yeah, exactly. Like, a great example is, like, there's a movie called Legally Blonde. Like, the girl's, <laughs> like, a fashion major, and then she went to law school. Exactly. I mean, part of it, I think, was to, like, spite, like, her ex-boyfriend or whatever in the movie but like in the end she did become a lawyer yeah and she wasn't even planning on doing that no exactly so that's just one instance about how you know you don't need to be a specific major and also like even i know like i have a few friends that were paralegals and they one of them was i one of them was legal studies i think the other two were like english majors so wow yeah i mean really basically the point is you know don't let anyone try to stop you from doing what you want to do i would say you know if you're passionate about something pursue it that that would be my advice at least yeah definitely now when you were in st john's what would you say your experience was like it, like when first entering the bolt i would say uh like as far as like just the bolt or like overall like in general like my experience as a student here um, with like classes and everything well both well, well yeah, do okay. both um, I guess, like, with the, like, I, you know, I came into, like, on campus, like, I was still nervous, like, even though I did, I came here in the past a couple times, you know, for my high school classes and whatever, like, you know, it's still college, I was still nervous, I was still like, oh, like, you know, what am I going to do, how am I going to make friends or whatever, you know, stuff like that, and then, you know, as I told you earlier, I found the bolts, I'm like, all right, this looks like a club I want to join, so then I, like, applied, I think I got the activities fair, I signed up for it, I put my name down. And then the president at the time of the club, she called me in for, like, an interview, and then I came here, and then she, like, talked to me for, like, 10 minutes about, like, you know, like, what I was interested in doing as far as, like, the Bolt, you know, career goals, just, like, in general, like, why I wanted to join, you know, all that stuff. And then they told me, oh, we'd like you to, like, join the Bolt. And then I joined the Bolt. I was, you know, kind of just, like, a general member, but, like, you know, focusing more on, like, the videography aspect. So it would help out, like, filming, like, the Bolt in or, like, filming any other videos, like, video editing, stuff like that. And then eventually, you know, like, I learned how to do podcasting and, like, building the websites. And, like, over time, I kind of learned, like, because, like, the bolts, like, for those that don't know, it's, like, multiple parts of media. Mm -hmm. So there's, like, the videography aspect. And then you have the podcasting aspect. And then you have the journalism aspect. And then you even have, like, a couple of, like, little, like, small, like, things here and there. But, like, even though I kind of came here, like, focused on videography, I still kind of learned, like, other, like, skills as well. Yeah, I think it's great for someone who knows they want to pursue a career in media but not necessarily know 
what they want to do within media, like whether or not they want to go down the TV film route or the journalism route or, you know, something along those lines. If they're interested in radio, it's like an organization has a little bit of everything. Yeah. And then at the time, like a lot of the members in the club, like they were all from like various like backgrounds as far as their majors, like some were TV film majors, some were just communications majors. Some people weren't even communication or TV film majors. They were like education majors or whatever. But they were still interested in doing this just, like, as an activity, like, as a hobby. Like, even though they were going to become a teacher, this was still something they were passionate about. It was still something for them to do, like, you know, in their free time. Because if the bolts, like, even though it does help you, I guess, with, like, your career and your major or whatever, like, even if you're not that major, you can still come here for fun and just, like, create stuff. Yeah, of course. And what would you say your experience was like as a student now taking classes, I guess, adjusting to college classes and really just taking TV film courses in college like how was that what was that like I think it was fine overall I feel like I was prepared enough for college just in general like just from like what high school taught me and then plus having my like college now classes or whatever like it was a little tough at first you know getting used to like the workload or whatever but like I was able to like handle it like eventually and like I like I think I settled in like pretty quickly now, because you graduated early, how many classes did you take on average per semester? Is it like 18 credits you had to do? Yeah, so let's see. Um, Let's do the math. So you need 120 <laughs> credits to graduate. I came in with 21. So I decided if I want to graduate in three years, I need to do cause there's six semesters, three years, six semesters. A normal semester is 15 credits. And 15 over three years, that would be like 90 credits. I had 21 additional. So I needed like nine extra credits to like skip a year. So I did three semesters where I did 18 credits and the other semesters were 15 credits. Oh, wow. So you didn't even really have to take that many extra classes because you came in with so many credits. I thought you had to do yeah. like... because I had oh, almost wow. a full year of college. I just needed a few extra classes. So I kind of just like added that onto my workload. Like I didn't, even, I didn't even have to like take summer classes or anything. Okay, wow. So that worked yeah, out worked really out well. well. <laughs> yeah, I was like, as soon as like I was coming into college, once I realized that, I'm like, yeah, like why not try to graduate early? Like it just makes the most sense. Now... You were class of 2021, so you were also impacted by COVID. Yeah, so I came in in 2018. So my first, like, year and a half of college, my freshman year, and then my first half of, like, sophomore year. Maybe it was my, I don't even, there was only three years. I kind of, like, lost track. Like, my sophomore and junior year was kind of just, like, the same year because it was, like, freshman, that year in the middle, and then senior. So, like, that second year of college, that's when COVID happened in, like, March. And it was definitely interesting because... Uh, like, I was used to, you know, coming on campus every day, you know, experiencing that, socializing, you know, doing stuff for the Bolts, like, just being involved. And then all of a sudden, they're like, uh, no, you got to, like, go home, get out of here. And that was, like, in spring 2020. And then, you know, obviously, like, that semester was online. We're like, all right, whatever. It's just, like, for a semester, and then we'll be back next year. Next year happened, like, fall 2020, and then we didn't really – we kind of came back on campus. But, like, it was a very, like – hybrid, modified, mm-hmm. like, it wasn't, like, the same way it was, like, before COVID, like, you are able to come here, like, take your classes and, like, go home, like, that was it, like, there were no activities, there were no, like, clubs in person, mm-hmm. even most of your classes were online, there were really not much, like, in-person things to do here, and that kind of sucked, like, in a way, because uh, it sucked in general, like, even if I was here for four years, you know, you're missing out on your college experience, especially for me, because I was graduating early, and I was losing that, like, last year and a half of college, yeah, because you're already losing a year by graduating early, so then... And now I'm just losing even more time. Yeah, so you realistically only had, like, a, a normal college experience for, like, what, a year, a year a and year a half? A year and a half, yeah. That was my normal, like, full normal college experience. And then in my senior year, I mean, I tried to make the best of it. Like, as I was yeah. telling you earlier, there was that, like, thing I did on the Queens campus, like, that sports thing. 
And, like, that was very, like, involved, like, I noticed, because, you know, like, you and other students are going there every day to, like, work on, you know, filming the sports games. And, like, we would, like, broadcast it onto ESPN. We're, like, in the truck and everything. So it was, like, nice, like, you know, having that little, like, even though it was, I guess it was a class, it kind of felt like an activity in a way, too. And then even, like, just going for my other class, like, my senior project class, that was still in person. So still kind of able to, like, see people and, like, interact with, like, other TV film majors that way. Do you think the whole COVID situation with classes now being conducted virtually, do you think that really affected you and sort of hindered your educational experience as a student because you're a TV film major? Because, you know, TV film, that's a very hands-on major. It's not like something where you just take tests. I feel like a large component of that major is being in person, learning the equipment. You know, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I definitely agree. And that did happen to me because especially like towards my last year of college, like I was more mostly taking TV film classes at that point because I kind of finished up. Like I had a still, I had a few core classes still left, but at that time it was mostly like TV film classes. And there were like certain classes that were like kind of forced to be online when they were really supposed to be in-person classes. Like there's one class I was taking in my spring 2020 semester. It was um, like a cinematography class. It started out in person. You were on campus using the professional cameras, learning in person, hands-on how to use it. And then they were kind of like, oh, you got to go home. And then like they kind of had to improvise. We had to like, we were like people were like using their phones to like do their assignments. They were kind of just like making stuff up. We were like watching movies and like analyzing it. And like it wasn't the same and I remember I was doing, like, a documentary production class on campus, and then they sent us home. And then people, like, you didn't have access to the cameras or the editing equipment, like, on the computers here. And, like, each student is different. Like, some students, they have their own equipment. Like, I had mm-hmm. my own, like, DSLR camera. I have video editing equipment, like, on my computer at home. Other people, they don't have that. They might have, like, iMovie and their iPhone, and that's it. So, like, they kind of had to, like, work with, like, each student on, like, a case-by-case basis. They're like, all right, what tools do you have? What can you do to help you just create something, just to do, like, anything, just so you're doing something in this class? And then in fall 2020 and spring 2021, they kind of let people back on campus. But even then, there were a lot of classes that were still online that I feel weren't supposed to. Like, I did, like, it was a on-camera presentation class. Normally, that class would have been on the Queens campus, like, in their, like, studio they have there. But now it was, like, on Zoom. Yeah. It's, like, stuff like that. And, yeah, there are a couple other classes that were, like, on Zoom. Like, oh, should this really be on Zoom? And, like, a lot of classes, I felt like kind of, they kind of, like, BSed it in a way. (laughs) They kind of, like, did it, like, not to its fullest potential. Yeah, and I don't know, because I feel like TV film is a very skill-based major. Like, the whole point is so you could learn how to use these programs, how to do all this stuff, you know, so it could carry on with you professionally. But it's kind of hard to learn all those programs when either you don't have access to them yourself as a student and maybe now you can on campus or you're not going to an in-person class to learn how to use all the, this camera and editing equipment. You know what I mean? Yeah, I remember there was another class during that, like, hybrid, like, year, my senior year. It was a audio editing class, but, like, the professor, like, didn't want to come to campus. Mm-hmm. So they had the students, they had the option to either work from home and download the Pro Tools, like, program we had to use, or you can go on campus and sit in the computer lab and download Pro Tools. But he was trying to teach Pro Tools on Zoom, and it just wasn't working out right, because that's the kind of thing where you need to be, like, in person, like, over someone's shoulder, like, helping them, like, walk around the classroom, helping them do stuff. And when you're on Zoom, it's hard. Then we're trying to, like, share, like, what we made, like, screen share it, and, like, get the audio to share right, and it just wasn't, like, working out. Yeah. No, I definitely see what you mean. And, yeah. and this is the fault of no one, obviously. I yeah, mean, it's it was no just... one's fault. That's how life happened. 
it was like just an unfortunate circumstance and bad timing, I guess. Yeah, and I don't want to say I didn't learn anything. I still learned a lot. Yeah. Like even during COVID, before COVID, like I still like learned plenty of skills, like even despite the circumstances. Yeah, like it wasn't the fault of like yeah, any of the everyone schools, tried obviously. Their best. Yeah, the and professor. I think they did try and they did like try enough where like I was like they did the best they can and I did still learn stuff even during COVID. Yeah, and I do I mean, I wasn't a communication major, but like I I do appreciate the effort that a lot of professors did make to some to have somewhat of this normalcy, if that makes sense. Like, they, a lot of professors really tried, so yeah. I'm thankful for that. And, yeah, I mean, you know what? Like, if we could look at this from a positive perspective, in a sense, you honestly might have gained something from it because even though you lacked maybe some of the things you would have gained from those classes if you were in person, you have to remember not only was this time, like, affecting universities and students and, and instructors, you know, educators, but this was affecting people in the professional world too like i'm sure in all these media companies they their employees maybe were working remotely or they were figuring out how to still do production you know yeah it definitely from home. was yeah i work now like you know at a television like news station uh, nbc uh, and i hear about that like all the time like their covid stories how they had to adjust they had to like move a whole bunch of stuff home that were traditionally like things you would do like in person all the time yeah and yeah it was definitely a struggle for them like, it's before I worked there, obviously, but, like, well, yeah. I would hear, like, stuff. But it's kind of, like, just like how you had to sort of pivot when it comes to these classes, you realistically would have had to done that in a professional sense, too. So it really taught you how to adapt, which I feel like is a large part of a lot of these industries. So, yeah, it, made have, it, maybe, have, it maybe would have helped you more than you realized, you know? Yeah, I think it did. I feel like everything happens for a reason. Like, as much as COVID sucked, you know, everything yeah. happens for a reason. Maybe it brought me down a certain path in life. Maybe if... COVID didn't happen, maybe I would have gone down another path in life and it would have ended up somewhere else. Could be good, could be bad, who knows, but... Yeah, I think everyone was just trying to be there for one, one another, you know, during that hard time and just try to make the yeah. best of a bad situation. Yeah, we tried the best. Even in the bolts, too, I noticed we always try the best, like, you know, yeah. create stuff. And, like, it sucked for me, too, as, like, president. Like, I wanted to, like, uh, do things with the bolts that I did, like, in the past. And, like, I was trying. I was like, how could we, like create stuff and like do things and like I feel like we did try a little bit but like uh, we did the best we could like given the circumstances yeah no absolutely I definitely that was my sophomore year I believe so yeah I mean obviously we couldn't really record the bulletin you know like, yeah, like we the did. same way we used to but I mean we did do podcasts a little we bit did. yeah we did a couple things like you know socially distance activities or whatever we still like found like ways to, like I guess create stuff yeah, we made it work. Yeah. And speaking of your job at NBC, which, by the way, congrats on Thank that. Thank you. How, like, how's life been since graduating? Uh, life is, <laughs> yeah, life's been pretty good. So after I graduated St. John's, like, two years ago, I got a part-time job, like, somewhere else, mm -hmm. just, like, working in, like, social media management. I would, like, film videos for, like, local companies, like, stuff like that. So I did that for about nine months, you know, just to get experience in my resume. Like, yeah, it, just, yeah, just a job. Like, I wanted a job after college. I was like, all right, I got to, like, find something. So I did that for a while. And then uh, I eventually, like, found out, like, NBC, like, was hiring for, like, a video playback operator. And I applied, you know, because, you know, you're just applying for a whole bunch of random jobs. And then I actually, like, got – I heard back from, like, the manager – and he's like, oh, we'd like to interview you. And then he interviewed me. And then he's like, oh, like, you know, I think we'd be interested in hiring you. And then eventually they're like, oh, yeah, we'd like to hire you. And I was like, wow, like, crazy. Yeah, I mean, listen, that is, like, 
super impressive. I mean, you were this was when did that happen? Like uh, like February, like January, February, twenty twenty two. So like nine months after I graduated. That I mean, I mean, people still are having. There are some people that have trouble finding jobs at all after graduation. You know, six months, nine months after graduating. Not only did you get a job, but you got a job at NBC. Like that's yeah. big. Like that's a big deal. Like you should really be proud of yourself. Yeah, I think like you know, as I was saying earlier, like the experience, my resume definitely helped. Like I had all this like various like yeah from different things. You know, like freelance work I did. Like also the stuff I did at St. John's, and especially like what I did on the Queens campus. Like that I was telling you earlier with like the sports stuff mm-hmm. that helped a lot because that was kind of similar to what I was doing now because that was, like, live production, like, onto ESPN. Yeah. It was, like, ESPN, like, 3 or whatever. It was, like, a much smaller, like, station. But, like, I had experience, like, working all those, like, technical positions. Like, I had experience saying, like, being a technical director, like, pushing the buttons on that. Graphics, uh, working the camera. Replay, which replay is kind of what I do now. So replay for that, it was, like, sports replay. So, like, you know, if they were, like, score like a home run or like scored a goal in soccer i don't know i would like turn that around like make a clip out of it and like send it over like to air and i make like a highlight reel at the end of the game with like in and out points whatever and i even explained that in my interview you know how that worked and then what i do now is i'm a video playback operator so i'll play video clips out live on the news so if you're watching the news and the anchor's talking about you know whatever and they have a video over them of them talking like, I don't know, it could be about anything, like the Ukraine war, and then you have a video playing on the screen of, like, the Ukraine war. Like, that's something I would do. I would play that clip. Like, I don't edit anything. Like, editors send me over the clips mm-hmm. that I have it in my system, and then I'll be listening to the director, and the director will tell me, all right, play this, play that, and then I'll play it, and then they'll air it, and then it'll be live on air. Okay. So is it difficult or is it sort of like a learning curve? Like you learn over time? Like- yeah, it's a learning curve. Like when you first do it, like when I walked in, I didn't know exactly like what to do or how to do it. But, you know, I had other employees like training me on how to do it. Then eventually after like a month or two, you know, I got the hang of it and I was able to like do it on my own. But it's very like straightforward. Like the director, like they have everything's organized. Like they have like a rundown, which is kind of like a script of like, you know, what they plan to do and like when they pl- plan to like air certain clips and then the director will tell you, like, oh, I want to see this. Like, go here, go there. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's very straightforward. And this is all, like, like the clips and the order they want in and sort of, like, the – because I'm trying to think about this from a news perspective. Is this, like, all this stuff predetermined ahead of time, like the script of, like, what the anchors are going to say, what clips are going to come up, all of that? Uh, for the most part. It depends on the show and it depends on if there's breaking news or not. On, oh, like, right. a normal day, what would normally happen is part of the show is scripted and then part of the show is, like, interviews. So, like – You'll open up the new, like, the hour, and then it'll be scripted. Like, the anchor will do a read. And then those clips that I'm playing, those are, like, planned out. Like, all right, you're going to play this clip when the anchor says this. But, like, I'll listen. The director will tell me, all right, play this, and I'll do it. Then after that, they might go into, like, an interview. They'll be interviewing, like, a guest or whatever, like, on Zoom or even in person. And when you're interviewing, you can go off and talk about, like, different things. So then for that, we have a whole bunch of clips that we think they might use or they plan to use ready to go. Then we'll either use them or we won't use them. Or let's say they might go off topic and talk about something else. They'll have producers try to, like, find clips of, like, whatever else they're talking about and, like, send them over. Maybe we'll use them. Maybe we won't use them. Okay. And do you only do this type of playback, you know, stuff for news programs or is it other type of programs on NBC that you do Uh, For me, I only do uh, it for the news. Okay. Yeah, I don't do, uh, like, entertainment or sports at all. Uh, It's just the news. 
Has your name ever been featured in, like, credits or something? Yeah, a couple like times it has. Yeah, especially, like, around, like, Christmas, New Year's, like, the holidays. They'll do, like, a lot of, like, credit scenes, like, various, like, shows they do. So I was featured in, like, the general, like, credits for, like, MSNBC on Christmas. I was featured in um, credits for, like, one of the daytime, like, news shows on, like, NBC. It's called NBC News Daily. And then there's another show called Top Story with Tom Lamas. I was featured in the credits for that. And that actually got to be, like, on camera. Yeah, like, I remember you sending me that. Yeah, <laughs> they, like, actually sent me an email. They're like, oh, I want to get, like, videos of, like, or, like, pictures or videos or whatever. They wanted, like, an SNL parody, or, like, a credit scene. So they took pictures of me and they put me in there. It was pretty cool to see myself, like, you know, like, on live TV. That was really cool. I saw that video when you showed me it, and like, that was really cool. Like, you, like, we saw you, like, walking down the hall or whatever. Yeah, it was so much fun. So what would you say was your favorite class that you took at St. John's? Favorite class? Um, let's see. Took a lot of, yeah. Um, there is one class I took, I think when I was a freshman. It was, I don't remember what it was called exactly. I don't think they have it anymore. But, like, it was, I think it was called, like, Special Television Studies or something like that. Okay. And basically um, what the class was is you would write papers mm-hmm. and, like, do presentations about TV shows. Right. So, like, we would do, um, we did, like, one, like, I guess, like, chapter. I don't even know what it is. Like, a portion of the class was about binge-worthy TV shows. And we were given a list of TV shows. And then we had to pick a TV show and do a presentation and talk about, like, why that TV show is binge-worthy. And it's fun to, like, you know, like, go through and, like, do research and like, some of your favorite TV shows and, like, do a presentation on it. And then we also would write papers every single week about what we're watching that week and, like, write a three-page paper about, like why we think it's, like, impactful and, like, like things we think are, like, unique about it or whatever. And just, like, fun, like, just writing papers, doing assignments about, like, TV shows, you know? And then at the end of the semester, we had to, like, create our own TV show. It was not, like, create-create, but, like, you know, you had to, like, do a PowerPoint presentation, kind of, like, planning out, like, a structure of, like, a TV show. And that was just, like, fun overall. That honestly sounds like a really fun class. Yeah, I wish they offered I don't know if they offer it now. They offered it like it was like a one-semester thing, and then yeah. they haven't offered it like ever since. Would you say being a part of the Bolt and, you know, the class you took, would you say now that you graduated and it's been a few years, would you say all that stuff sort of helped you, like, in your job, you know, professionally and all that? Uh, yeah, I would say so. Like, especially, like, more so um, the on-campus, like, physical experience I got, like, learning, like, how to use different equipment, like, learning skills like that. I feel like that helped the most. Also, what's it like living in Manhattan now? Because you recently moved. Yeah, I did move, yeah, a couple months ago because, yeah, I was, like, you know, like, commuting to, like, Manhattan, like, every day. I work in television, so, like, it's always a crazy schedule. Like, I'm working, like, at night one day, then early in the morning the next day, and then on a Saturday, and then, like, it's it's crazy. Like, your schedule's all over the place. Now it's more, like, straightforward because I've been there for a while. I gotta have, like, my own, like, set shows I do. But, like, before, like, when I first started, I was, like, filling in for people. So it was just, like, all over the place. And I was traveling, like, over, like, an hour, like, every day yeah. and trying to figure out the bus schedule and, like, what works for me. And it was, like, chaotic. And then I think there was, like, one day where, like, I got out of work at, like, 5 o'clock and I had somewhere to be in the city at, like, 9 o'clock. So I was kind of just, like, walking around, like, getting dinner, like, just looking for things to do. Then I was on Facebook, and then I saw, like, a family friend we have. She was, like, posting that she was, like, renting out, like, her apartment. And the price that she's renting it out for was, like, pretty decent. Like, it was, like, lower than what, like, the average, like, marketplace rent is for, like, an apartment in Manhattan. 
And, like, at the time, like, I, I was interested in moving out, but, like, I was like, I don't know if I'm ready yet. But I'm like, you know what? This seems like such a good opportunity. Like, I don't know if I'll get that opportunity again. I feel mm-hmm. like it was, like, a now or never situation. So I'm like, you know what? Let me just jump on it. And then she's like, oh, you know, I want someone that, like, I know and trust to, like, live there. She's like, I'd be, if you're interested, like, I'll be interested. And then, yeah, I went to go see it. And it is, it is a very small apartment. It's, like, a micro studio. Um, but, like, again, it was one of those, like, opportunities where I felt like it was now or never. So, like, I was like, let me just do it, try it. And so far, it's been working out. Yeah. And what's it like living in the city, you know? There's a lot more to – I mean, not like there's things to do in Staten Island, but, you know, there's a lot of things to do in Manhattan like, yeah, in free time. Yeah, it's definitely cool. Yeah, I like, you know, being, like, near everything and the center of everything. You know, I can, like, go out and, like, do different things. Uh, you know, just experience, like, there's a million things to do in the city. You know, it's just nice being close to everything. It's a different experience, and, like, I just like having that. Yeah, and do you still – I mean, you still – I mean, you're here now. Yeah, I'm here now. Island. Yeah, no, I still come. I still, like, leave uh, – the city a lot to you know like see like most of my friends and family like don't live there so I'm like leaving a lot to like you know see them or I'll do freelance work on Staten Island sometimes uh, so I'll be leaving the city a lot going now it's like a little bit less now especially when I first moved in I was like going back and forth a lot now a little less but I still like leave like a lot um so I do have a few more things before we wrap up um so you did graduate a year early do you have any advice for students really in any major looking to graduate a year early, like how they should approach it? Um, for people looking, I mean, it really depends on like where you're at, like right now, like in your college career, like what year are you, like how many credits you have. Like if you're like entering college, well, all right, let's, let's start. If you're in high school and you're like looking to graduate early, I would say my best bet is find any kind of college classes you can take, like AP classes, elective courses, like see like what your high school could like offer to you. It's, like, help you, like, build up your credits. Once you're in college um, and you want to graduate early, I would try to, like, find ways to, like, maximize your semesters. Like, see, like, what's the max amount of credits you can take and try to do that. And then, you know, if you want to take summer classes, winter classes, that could also help. And, yeah, I mean, there's only so many credits you can take at a time. But it's definitely possible if you want to graduate a semester early or even a year early. It's, like, make that happen. Yeah. Also, I mean... Would you agree with the fact that you like definitely make the most of your experience while you're in school because you have like less time to gain experience and gain involved than someone else who's graduating in four years? You know, like if you want an internship or something, yeah, maybe yeah, you get on that time. sooner. Yeah, yeah that's like, be not like be prepared if you like wanna like I feel like if you're planning to graduate early, you'll probably like know in advance like ahead of time. So be prepared. Like, all right, I'm be graduating early. Maybe I should try to like get that internship sooner. Or maybe I should, like, join that club sooner because, you know, like, anything you want to do, you know, try to get that over with. Um, It will be tough, though, because especially if you're maximizing, like, taking the maximum amount of credits, like, each semester, like, that is a lot of classes. Like, at St. John's, at least, like, 18 credits, that's six classes. That might be too much for someone. It depends, like, how much workload you can handle. Like, I was able to handle it. I mean, it was tough, obviously, but I, I was able to do it. Some people, you might not be able to handle, like, six classes. So, like, keep that in mind. Like, no, because you, you don't want to take too many classes and then, like, fail. Because if you fail, like, not only does that look bad in your transcript, then you're not going to graduate any sooner at that point. Yeah. And also maybe the types of classes. Like, maybe don't have, like, all of the classes in the same subject area if they're very heavy type of subjects. Like, maybe try to break it up so it's not I did not that, too. Bad. I did a variety. I did um usually a mix of, like, core classes and then TV film slash communications classes. That's what I did. And then eventually, like, I think my last semester was, like, fully TV film. But, yeah. Like, every semester before that was, like, a mix. 
especially in other majors where I feel like the workload's a lot more like heavy and like test you know where there's a lot more like studying and like test taking stuff like it might be better to like break it up so this way it's not it's not all like in one semester you know what I mean like you could break it up so you're having different topics that you're learning about so it's not all yeah for sure so draining you know what I mean yeah it depends on like it also depends like when you choose your major like if you're like an incoming freshman and you don't know what you want to do yet I mean that's fine obviously but then you have to like you know take your core classes then and then mm-hmm. take your major classes later. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it depends on the situation, like, what each person wants to do. And uh, yeah, as far as graduating early, like, it's definitely helpful in life. You know, if it's – don't, like, stress yourself out. Like, if it's, you're, you're going to go crazy over it, maybe don't do that. But, like, if it's something you want to do, you could definitely yeah. make it happen. And especially for someone who maybe wants to continue their education after their bachelor's, like, maybe if they want to go for, like, a master's or a Ph.D., you know, that could also – because that could not only save money but also time. Yeah, you know, it, so. I def- it's definitely a saving time. It's helpful. Like, I'm, like, where I'm at today, I guess, because I did graduate early. Like, if I was in college an extra year, I'd be starting work an extra year later. You know, I'd be, like, moving out an extra year later. Like, my life would have been delayed by a year. Like, I have no regrets. Like, sometimes people, like, told me, like, oh, like, why'd you want to, like, graduate college early? Like, why'd you want to, like, go to work early? I'm like, because I want to make money earlier? Like, <laughs> yeah, like, it's basically what it was, yeah. And also, you have to remember, like, maybe... The job opportunity that was presented to you may have not happened a year yeah, later. Yeah, maybe Department, it wouldn't have been available. Yeah, you know? yeah, like it timed out well. Yeah, so uh, like you said. You uh, also save money on tuition too. Yes. Because you're not paying for another semester or another year. Yes, that that's all a lot of factors. And like you said, and my mom always says this, everything happens for a reason. Exactly, so yeah. it, wor- it worked out, at least for you in the end. It was yeah. like all good decisions that were made. Yeah. Um, now, do you have any final piece of advice for students specifically that are looking to pursue TV, film, or communications, graduating early or not, what they should do during their time in college since you're now a professional in those fields? Yeah, I would say definitely try to, like, um, like make your connections. I feel like that's the number one thing. Like, everyone's always saying, like, you know, like, professors and other students, like, oh, make your connections. Like, it's, I'm serious. Like, that helps you, especially for TV, film, even communications. Like, you want to, like, make your connections. Like, that's, like, the easiest, not easiest, but, like, it's the most helpful way to, like, get a job. Because if you, like, know people that are working at a certain company, they might know of a job that's available, like, before it's posted on, like, Indeed or whatever, like, website they use to, like, post their jobs. They, they might be able to let you know, like, oh, hey, like, by the way, we're hiring. If you want to apply, like, here's how you do it. Or, like, send me your resume. I'll pass it along. Um, or maybe, like, if you, like, make a connection with someone that's, like, higher up, like a manager, they might remember you. And be like, oh, hey, by the way, our company's hiring. Like, do you want to, like apply for a job here and like it depends on like like obviously every company is different like nbc like a president of nbc is not going to remember me and like ask if i want to work there but like if it's like a smaller company they might remember you like my part-time job i had before nbc that's someone i met like out like freelancing filming videos and she remembered me and then she was looking to hire someone and then she like reached out to me saying like oh we have a position available for like a part-time like content creator if you want to like do that i was like oh yeah sure like let me, let me apply and just, like, make connections, like, just, like, find people, talk to people, like, make sure people, like, get to know you, make sure people know what you do, and they kind of have your, like, name and, like, what you do, like, in the, the back of their head, because they can, like, work out, like, for you in the long run. Like, you never know when, like, someone might have, like, they might even, like, could be, like, a, like, a friend or whatever, they might, like, know someone that's hiring for a company, and they'd be like, oh, like, my, like, friend, like, he's doing that stuff, let me ask him if he's interested in that you heard it here, folks. Make sure to make use of every networking opportunity that comes your way. Never be afraid to ask questions or seek advice. And if you're an underclassman, don't be afraid, I would say, to reach out to upperclassmen or even maybe alumni because they were 
in your shoes once and, you know, just use that opportunity to learn, you know, so you can grow in the future. And like Brian said, making connections yeah, and networking definitely. is very important. Um, well, thank you, Brian. That's all the questions that I had for you today. Yeah, um, thank you. It was nice coming back, doing a podcast again. There's so much fun to do. Anytime. We love having you back, especially, you know, with everything going on with the campus. You know, we don't know how many podcast episodes are going to be left, so I'm glad that you were able to yeah, make a podcast make while it happens. Yes. And once again, congratulations on everything that you've accomplished since you graduated with NBC. I know we are all proud of you at the Bowl as an alumni, so... Yeah, we would just like to say congrats on that. Thank you. Um, and, yeah, like I said, thank you for coming. Yeah, of course. And that's pretty much it. Before we end this episode, I just wanted to say that this is actually my last episode of Storm Chasers. Um, I just wanted to come on here and say that I've absolutely loved doing this podcast over the past few years. And... It's been a huge part of my SJU experience that I will take with me and never forget. Coming into college, I never envisioned it being something that I would have done, but over the years, I've truly come to love the process of conducting interviews, editing, and putting episodes together. As you all know, I've mentioned it in the past, but the Bolt has played a significant role in what helped me decide to become a communications major as I was very lost coming in as an undecided student, having no idea what they wanted to major in, but this podcast is a part of that, so I truly have the Bolt and Storm Chasers to be thankful for. When initially joining the Bolt and walking into the studio, I never realized how much I would fall in love with this space and with podcasting, and I never expected to be the one to take it over. Storm Chasers, I guess, sort of became my thing over the past few years because not too many others were really interested in it, but the more I've done it, the more I've come to love it. And like I said, I feel like the comm lab in the studio was like my spot on campus. I would always spend my time here, so I'm really going to miss this place and this room in particular. And yeah, I'm just going to miss it all, but... Thank you all for listening to all of my episodes. I hope you enjoyed them. I know I enjoyed making them. It was a lot of work, don't get me wrong, behind the scenes with scheduling and prepping, but it was also a lot of fun and it taught me a lot. So once again, thank you. I can't wait to see the future of Storm Chasers and the Bolt Productions and I'm excited to see what's to come as an alumni. For the last time, this is Courtney, your host of Storm Chasers and VP of the Bolt, signing off. Bye, Johnnies, and congratulations to the graduating class of 2023. Bye.